Hello everybody, how are you? It's a nice day, <clears throat> sunny old day. Um, whoever done, I've worked. Um, and I've had a meeting with Miss Burdette. She sends her love. Yeah, she's got a tan line. It's very important that you know this. She has got a tan line. Um, she and I have been discussing the amount of really great work that you've been doing. Um, so she's really pleased with your work. I've got to put some more of it up um, and send it to your various heads of year. Um, so I'm going to be busy, 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 because um, you've done really some great work. Just some great work. Um, yeah. Um, so that's what I've been doing. I'm a bit tired, but I'm okay. I'm okay, I'm okay. Um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I just seem to be running out of time to do stuff. Um, that's because I'm at the computer. Um, trying to mark things. Um, trying to do things like monitor things on the email um, and then trying to get things done and respond to everybody who sends me emails like Amelia Bevan, bless her, um, who's just sent me some work which is really good. Uh, then I've just made some corrections and sent it back um, and I'm sure she'll send it back to me with corrections because she's a good girl. Right, okay, so where are we? We are Sonnet. Did I? Yes, I did. I've got my eyeglasses, guys. Don't panic. Sonnet 38. Okay, so we've kind of taken a back step. Yes, he did dump the fair youth, but he's sort of um, taken a back step from that, hasn't he? He's now. Um, deviated back from that and is now sort of talking about how happy the fair youth makes him. So Shakespeare's gone a bit bonkers. Um, so is he still bonkers? Let's see. How can my muse want subject to invent while thou dost breathe that pourest into my verse thine own sweet argument, too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse. O give thyself the thanks, if aught in me worthy perusal stand against thy sight. For who is so dumb that cannot write to thee, when thou thyself dost give intention light? Be thou the tenth muse, ten times more in worth than those old nine which rhymers invocate. And he that calls on thee, let him bring forth eternal numbers to outlive long date. If my slight muse do please these curious days, the pain be mine. Thine shall be the praise. Okay. So we've gone back to praising him. Okay. How can my muse 
want a subject to invent whilst thou dost breathe. How could I lack things to write about whilst you're alive? So he's gone back to being a bit um, suffocating. That pourest into my verse thou own thine own sweet argument, too excellent for every vulgar paper to rehearse. You pour inspiration into my poetry by giving me the sweetest subject to write about. Yourself. Give thanks for thyself, yeah. So, you give me everything that I need to write about yourself. Oh, it just makes me cringe. Makes me uh, shudder. If somebody wrote me this, I would just, it would make me feel a bit queasy. Um, If aught in me worthy perusal stand against thy sight, for who's so dumb that cannot write to thee? Oh, give yourself the credit if you see anything in my writing that's worth reading. Oh, give yourself the credit if you see anything, because I'm not so good. If you see anything that's good, it's because you're so amazing. Um, For who's so dumb that cannot write to thee, when thyself, when thou thyself dost give invention light? For who is so speechless that he can't write to you? when you yourself provide the creative spark. Be thou the tenth muse, ten times more in worth than those old nine which rhymers invocate. You should be the tenth muse, there were there nine original muses, worth ten times more than those other nine old muses invoked by poets. I'm sure they wouldn't be greatly pleased by being called the the nine old muses Um, and he that calls on thee let him bring forth eternal numbers to outlive long date and whoever calls on you for inspiration because you are this new muse let him write eternal verses to outlive even the farthest reaches of time. If my slight muse do please these curious days, the pain be mine, but thine shall be the praise. If my little bit, little tiny bit of inspiration happens to please today's demanding readers, the painful work can be mine but the praise shall be yours. Oh, oh my God, it's, it's too, it's so sucky, isn't it? It's just so sucky uppy. It's like before, at least Shakespeare was being honest and saying, you know, we can't be together. You've done something wrong. Let's be grown up about this. But now, He's just saying that this guy is perfect, wonderful again. So the nine muses that he's talking about, this is this is Greek mythology. The nine muses, muses 
a muse is somebody who inspires creatives um, to um, uh, create something. Creatives do so, artists to create something. Um, and they would appear in front of an artist um, and help them create a, an amazing piece of work, amazing piece of piece of um, poetry, or an amazing piece of um, uh, music. But these nine muses, personification, which were personifications, so being the person representing of artistic inspiration in Greece. Not just poetry, but music, dance, history, and other artistic elements. So the notion that the fair youth is the tenth is in here quite interesting, and I shall tell you why. Um, Because the muses were female, And the most famous person that was lauded um, in Greek mythology as the tenth muse was Sappho, the ancient Greece Greek female poet who was from the Isle of Lesbos, who thanks Uh, to her nature of poetic tone, let's say, we get the word lesbian. Now, maybe I'm overstretching here, maybe I'm overreaching. But that's interesting, isn't it? It's an interesting one, that he's given him this tenth muse. And tenth, ten times more in worth than those old nine. Because of the fair youth, these old nine muses. Um, and it's, you know, it's that thing which is like setting him, a, the fair youth, above the gods, isn't it? Or above the muses. And equal to the sun. I don't know. It just makes it just makes me. So once again, Shakespeare is saying, "Oh well, you know, I don't have that much talent, but what I have, you bring out the best in me." Which makes me just want to bang my head in the wall. And then he's also just saying how super amazing and super fantastical. Um, this fair youth is. I'm sure this this fair youth was gorgeous, but he wasn't going to be um, anything more gorgeous than the sun, or than a Greek myth, is he? He's just going to be a normal person who's a bit of a dish. So. I don't know, it just makes me, oh, makes me kind of 
just makes my skin crawl a bit because it's a bit smooth. And I, I just feel like Shakespeare, what are you doing? You're an old man and you're sending these type of poems. You know, it's a bit grim, really. But there you go. There you go. So, the next poem we've got. So, I realised I was doing lots of oldie types of poetry. So, I thought, well, I'll, I'll stop there. Um, and we'll have a different type. So, I've looked at somebody called Roger McGough. Um, and he's somebody that actually my boys are looking at. Um, who is it? Uh, Reuben is looking at cake at school. Um, but, uh, and um, I'm not going to read cake. Um, but uh, I'm going to look at two of his. Um, one which is sort of funny and, and one which is you know look, sort of looking at another thing um, but Roger is an English poet he's a performance poet which very much like you remember slam poetry so getting up and performing poetry he's a broadcaster children's author and playwright he also presents BBC4 um, po- programme poetry please so if you ever feel like you want to listen to a discussion or a, a po- program about poetry there is one on uh, Radio 4 which is really good uh, he used to be a teacher so he has a really sound understanding of what it used to be like to be a teacher um, and um, how it feels sometimes to be a teacher um, and which probably explains why he wrote this poem which is called The Lesson. Chaos ruled, okay, in the classroom as bravely the teacher walked in. The nooligans ignored him and his voice was lost in the din. The theme for today is violence and homework will be set. I'm going to teach you a lesson, one that you'll never forget. He picked on a boy who was shouting and throttled him then and there, then garroted the girl behind him the one with the grotty hair. Then sword in hand, he hacked his way between the chattering rows. First come, first severed, he declared, fingers, feet or toes. He threw the sword at a latecomer. It struck with deadly aim. Then pulling out a shotgun, he continued with his game. The first blast cleared the back row where those who skive hang out, they collapsed like rubber dinghies when the plugs pulled out. Please, may I leave the room, sir? A trembling vandal inquired. Of course you may, said the teacher. Put the gun to his temple and fired. 
the head popped her head round the doorway to see why a din was being made, nodded understandingly, then tossed in a grenade. When the ammo was well spent with blood on every chair, silenced, shuffled forwards with its hands up in the air. The teacher surveyed the carnage, the dying and the dead. He waggled a finger severely. Now let that be a lesson, he said. Now that makes me laugh because uh, several times um, uh, I've asked people to be a student teacher um, in my lessons and um, so they've taken over teaching for me um, and they, they, they say to me, God, it's really irritating when people don't listen and I say, yes, it can be, can't it? Um, and uh, yes, so I, I like the, 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 the acknowledgement that actually it can be quite frustrating when people don't quite listen um, when you're trying to communicate to them. Obviously, I'm not trying to advocate violence within the classroom. Now, uh, this poem that I'm going to read to you is about, uh, this one just um, sort of fits in with the other poems that we've been talking about. Um, especially sort of uh, Tiger and uh, don't go gently into that oh, night, whatever it is, that one, you, you know what the one I mean. Do, don't, don't, do not go gentle into that good night. I think that's what it's called. Um, and it's about, you know, it's about living life, okay? And it's called, Let Me Die a Young Man's Death. Let me die a young man's death, not a clean and in-between the sheets, holy water's death, not a famous last words, peaceful out-of-breath death. When I'm 73 and in constant good tumour, may I be mown down at dawn by a bright red sports car on my way home from an all-night party. Or when I'm 91 with silver hair and sitting in a barber's chair, may rival gangsters with ham-fisted tommy guns burst in and give me a short back and sides. Or when I'm 104 and banned from the cavern, may my mistress catching me in bed with her daughter and fearing her for her son, cut me into little pieces and throw away every piece but one. Let me die a young man's death, not a free from sin, tiptoe in, candle wax and waning death, not a curtains drawn by angels born. What a nice way to go, death. There you go. So basically, not wanting to go, um, not not wanting to have a well, you know, he had good innings, 
and and what a nice you know what a nice way to go he at least he went in his bed he want you know Roger McGough wants to go out with a bang um um which is a you know that's a, a sound approach to life um because you won't we only get one shot at life and I think it's important to remember that um that uh that we all you know that we are here only once um and that it's very very important uh to remember that um this is not a rehearsal um this is the this is the performance and so it's very very uh important that what we make of it um and so it's important to be kind and to be nice um because there is there is no making up for it later on um yeah so my loves tomorrow is sonnet 39 what type of what what is Shakespeare gonna do tomorrow? I don't know. Is he gonna twist himself into a pretzel completely tomorrow? Probably. Um, who knows? Um, but we'll see tomorrow, guys. Oh, we're gonna get to forty soon. Who knows how far? How far do you think we're gonna get? Be an interesting one that one. Um. Yeah, no word as yet as, as to how far they think we're going to get. Um, but I hope you're okay. Um, I'm okay. I miss you. Um, please get in touch with me. Let me know your favourite poems. Uh, yeah, like I say, I miss you loads. Um, send me your favourite poems. Stay in part from your constitutional walk stay well um yeah uh and stay very 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 gorgeous take care guys bye